Zelios, the Master Mason, is one of the most successful Nosferatu in history. Born at the very end of the 10th century and embraced in 1020 AD, this child of wealthy merchants was never found lacking in material objects, yet his desires were to learn a useful craft. Thus he toured Europe and beyond, learning many different forms and arts of architecture and engineering. With a brilliant mind as well as an almost supernatural aptitude for location and design, it didn't take long for Zelios to become an advisor to nobles and architects alike. Zelios was not only gifted in the realms of physics, but he also had a talent for sensing ley lines and thus he would, without his own understanding, employ geomancy to great effect whenever he would design or improve upon a building. This supernatural gift did not go unnoticed of course, and the Nosferatu of Europe who, with the growth of cities, began to find their havens and warrens sorely lacking, desired it for themselves. His embrace turned his features almost stone-like, his skin graying, his contours angular, and all the softness of his face was removed. It also enhanced his gift for geomancy, and Zelios found great joy in both the prospect of aiding canines in constructing their havens, their demands often much more challenging than anything a mortal could contrive, as well as his immortality. With eternity facing him, he could devote so much more time to studying architecture, traveling the known world, and supping on the knowledge of ancient and modern designs. In Transylvania, Zelios found much use for his talent. Many Tsimitsi voivodes and Ventru nobles needed help to reinforce their keeps, and with the impending invasion of the Golden Horde, fortresses needed to be constructed. Tihuta Pass especially needed reinforcement, and there he aided several young canines in the reconstruction of an old watchtower that had fallen into disrepair. It was also here, in Transylvania, while aiding the Arpad Ventru in the reconstruction of one of their outposts, that Zelios met Marushka, a young woman with a strange affinity for wolves who helped tend to a few of the workers who had been mauled by marauding lupines. The werewolves did not appreciate Zelios' efforts to rebuild the keep, for reasons he could not understand, and that, together with the efforts of a Tsimitsi lord's ally, a gangrel, slowed the work to a crawl. One night Marushka was assaulted by the gangrel and his wolves, and while she was mauled on the brink of death, Zelios saved her by making her his child. Granted new powers, but with her affinity to wolves still intact, Marushka began to wage a covert war with the Gangrel, eventually convincing his allies to tear him to shreds. And as Zelios finished the castle, he left her the caretaker of both it and of the nearby village of Hermannstadt. Zelios found himself driven to improve upon seven castles in Transylvania, inscribing ancient sigils and adjusting the buildings to better suit the ley lines of the land. It wasn't until five of the seven castles had finished when a sudden realization struck him. He had been an unwitting pawn in a scheme of great evil. Horrified by what unspeakable evil he might have been aiding in its release, Zelios studied both Middle Eastern and Far Eastern geomancy intensely, hoping to find a means to reseal the bindings which kept this thing bound beneath the Carpathian Mountains. Unfortunately for Zelios, the followers of Set had come to know about his involvement with the construction of so many castles and forts, as well as his photogenic memory of their hidden tunnels and rooms. They desired this knowledge for themselves and hounded him for many years by force after they realized he could not be bribed or cajoled into helping them. It is unclear what eventually happened between the Nosferatu and the Setites, 
but some claim that he came to some form of agreement with them considering he was given access to old pyramids and the ancient geomantic secrets stored within. Eventually, Zelios came to find that, indeed, he had been unwittingly helping to weaken the bonds of the demonic entity known as Kupala, and he set out to right these wrongs. He studied ancient occult geomantic symbolry and devised a way to strengthen the seal that he had been weakening. One of the places this needed to be done was Argus Castle, the home to Vlad Tepes, as well as a major Tremere Chantry. Once the bindings of Kupala was secured, Zelios began to look west. He would begin constructing labyrinths, exploring the magical and religious power and symbolism these carried. One of these labyrinths he worked on would be found beneath the Versailles, which was used by the Prince of Paris, Francois Villon, and his fellow kindred when they escaped the Sabbat attack during the revolution. And eventually Zelios traveled across the ocean to the New World, where he would become a primogen for a brief time, although he came to realize that he lacked any affinity for politics and thus quickly gave up on this pursuit, instead devoting himself to the construction of the New York City sewers and subway system. Zelios had become fascinated with labyrinths, and he painstakingly designed the underground routes of the Big Apple to provide plenty of dead ends, secret passageways, and hidden rooms that few, if any, would know about. With his work done in New York, Zelios began to journey across the US, doing much the same in any major metropolitan area he would come to visit. Trading castles for sewers, he was now, in a way, aiding his clan once more as the Nosferatu living there would come to appreciate the care and expertise he employed as he built these tunnels. His childer and their descendants are likewise known to have studied what texts and wisdoms he left behind, and they are often consulted by other kindred in the construction of havens and domains, although few can of course match the brilliance of the Master Mason himself. Eventually, Zelios would wind up in Los Angeles, at the very edge of the New World, and deep beneath the city he would construct the final, most complex of his labyrinths. Filled with dangers, nearly impossible to traverse, and carefully trapping the energies of the local ley lines, these labyrinths have come to serve as a focal point for recent political events involving the Camarilla and the local barony under the rulership of the so-called undisputed Baron of the Valley. Indeed, allies to this baron have ventured deep into these catacombs in order to discover its secrets, and while these Nosferatu and Tremere have only scraped the surface of this Escher-esque place, it is without doubt that the fate of Los Angeles may hinge on whatever they find down there. As for Zelios himself, he entered Torpor once his work was finished, having suffered some near-fatal damage, perhaps in a conflict, and he remained there for quite some time before suddenly Perhaps due to recent events, he stirred once more, leaving the chamber he had been interred in.